Welcome back to another episode of Courageous Beauty Podcast. This is one of your hosts, Crystal. I am back with another episode today, guys. And I do have Benny, my husband, special guest. Hey, what's going on? So listen, this is going to be a pretty in-depth episode, okay? Um, the title of this is called, It's a War Going On. Pull up your bootstraps, baby. Okay? So... I'm just going to jump right in. I'm going to reference Ephesians chapter six more than one time throughout this, this episode, but I want to put preferences, you know, put emphasis on it. It's, it's going to be Ephesians chapter six, verses 11 and 13. And this is from the King James version. It says, put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities against dark against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places and so you can break that down where you can talk more about you know the principalities how we you know over different cities and so we'll get more into that against the powers and you know people in um again against rulers of the darkness uh, against spiritual wickedness of high places that could be in government that can be in on your boss on your job or wherever. But like I said, we'll get more into that later. And then, um, verse 13 says, wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God that you may, you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Right. So, um, the thing of it is the problem for the problem for Satan is that he knows his time is coming to an end because Jesus already defeated him the kingdom of god is at hand and jesus return is soon soon to come nobody knows the time or the time or the hour that he's coming the day or the hour that he's coming but we know that he's coming right so the evil in this world unfortunately will get worse but we as god's children have to stand up and fight in the spirit and keep praying for one another and keep telling people to prepare for the kingdom of god is at hand right now the whole reason this came about is because I literally, as I was waking up, I heard this word divination and I'm like, okay, what is it? I, I kind of had an idea and, um, I just went to the Bible to find a scripture that talks about it. And, you know, like a Google version is talking about basically like fortune tellers and, you know, those that are telling, you know, future and, uh, you know, it's basically witchcraft. Okay. And so, Deuteronomy 18, 10 through 11, and the Amplified Version speaks to that. It says, there shall not be found among you anyone who, anyone who makes his son or daughter pass through the fire, meaning as a sacrifice, uh, one who uses divination and fortune telling, one who practices witchcraft or one who interprets omens or a sorcerer or one who casts a charm or spell or a medium or a spiritist or a uh, necromancer, which is someone who speaks to the dead. Those things we are not supposed to, you know, participate in. But if you notice the times we are in, everything going on right now, it's definitely everything that God is saying in Deuteronomy that we should not be doing. Now, us as the children of God, we have to be careful that we're not persuaded in those manners, right? But it's happening all over social media, just bold and upright up, up front in our faces to see it. It's all witchcraft. 
Now, the motive of witchcraft is a spirit of control by any means necessary. That's why it comes in to try to lure us away from Christ, sometimes even appearing like it's good or shedding light on things. But we must remember what 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen through 15 says. Now, in the Amplified, it says, and no wonder, since Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. So it is no surprise it is no great surprise if his servants also masquerade as servants of righteousness but their end will correspond with their deeds so don't be deceived god still reigns right satan he was lucifer and he was angel created by god to to worship him to usher in the holy spirit but lucifer got puffed up in his heart against god and so he is a falling angel and now he's called satan whom was sent to the earth in darkness and in its in in its in its unformed state to rule over it but satan got even more angered because god formed earth in on all its glory and gave dominion to mankind and so he big mad right <laughs> now since Satan is the prince with the power, with the rule over the air, only with the power God gives him over unbelievers and, and evil, he, tr he tries to influence evil works on people and different territories. There are different spirits in operation in different regions of the world, which is why you will notice you'll see some of the same types of crimes in the same locations because of that particular power or ruler or spirit that is in operation over that area. We have to remember that there is two kingdoms, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness, and be mindful that the kingdom of darkness is not divided against itself. Be certain that they have no division and evil mind. However, we must remember also that darkness cannot comprehend light. We are the light of the world, a city set on a hill that cannot be hid. So God has us sitting high, looking low. So in other words, God put us in a position that if we trust him, we can see our enemies afar off. But if we still need to be, but the thing is, we still need to be ready for war, not just a physical war, but a spiritual war. And honestly, it's really sad that we can tell the times and the seasons by looking at the earth and we can look at the stars and the sun and the moon and know what phase it's in. But we can't tell when a demonic force is trying to take over our territory, not just the physical location. But if we are keen in the spirit, since we work spirit first, God created us to also be able to know when the air ain't right, ain't quite right. There is a scripture that says to shout unto God. And my thing is, if we shout in Jesus name, we will disturb the air and kick Satan's kingdom down. Psalm 47 Amplified says, Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Shout to God with the voice of triumph and songs of joy. For the Lord most high is to be feared and worshiped with all inspired reverence and obedience. He is a great king over all the earth. He subdues people under his under us and, and nations under our feet. He chooses our inheritance for us, the glory and excellence of Jacob, whom we love. Selah. God has ascended amid shouting the Lord with the sound of the trumpet. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises to our king. Sing praises for God is the king of all the earth. Sing praises in a skillful psalm and with understanding. God reigns over the nations and sits on his holy throne. The princes of the people have gathered together as the people of God of Abraham. For the shields of the earth belong to God. He is highly exalted. So the thing of it is, is something about when the children of God come together in the name of Jesus. In fact, Deuteronomy 32 and 30 tells us in KJV, the King James says, how should one chase one thousand, chase a thousand and two put 10,000 to flight, except their rock holds, sold them, right? Except their rock has sold them and that the Lord has shut them up. 
So in other words, God is for us and we can do more with even just a little bit than the enemy can do with much. We have to remember how much power we have in us, right? That God has given us. And so, and, and like I say, in other words, when we stand together as an army of Christ, we are called to extend God's power on this earth, which is why we need to stand together. How do you say? Through the power of prayer, fasting, studying God's word individually and collectively and being ready for war at all times and at all costs, even in praise and worship, which, of course, we know is a sacrifice to the flesh because the flesh doesn't want to do it. But the spirit is willing. We have to be cognizant to put our flesh under subjection of the world of the word of God. Right. And and that's a daily thing because we are in this world, but we are not of it. Therefore, there is always a war going on somewhere. Now, remember, I told you we were going to get back to Ephesians uh, chapter six. But did you need to interject yet? OK, mm -hmm. so um, he's going to have some things he wants to talk about as well. But I'll keep going for now. But Ephesians chapter six and verse 12 says, uh, as I said earlier, I read this earlier, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So the thing of it is, is that when you in traffic and you see a human, obviously a human being driving a car, just like you driving your car, you have no idea what spirits are in operation in the area that you're traveling. And it's really that deep. You have no idea what spirits that person, if they're not saved, is potentially possessed with. If you're saved by Christ, you can no longer be possessed. You can be oppressed. So don't get deceived and think that you can't be oppressed by something because it, you can be if you give them the power to do it. Right. But just remember that you're not always fighting a person. It could be whatever spirit is in operation within that person or even with it, with with me attached to you. You never know. Right. But in order to combat that, we have to put on our armor and that our armor. Tell, it tells us what our armor is in Ephesians 6, 14 through 19. And the King James, it says, we will stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth. Now, as I read this in your mind, if you've ever seen a knight with all that armor on the shiny armor, picture that as I read this to you. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness. So in other words, you have the word of God wrapped around your loins as truth, right? You know the truth. And the, if you know the truth, the truth will make you free, right? Having the breastplate of righteousness. So you have a right standing in God and your feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. So in other words, God is telling you wherever you go, you're going to have to bring your peace with you. Because you're going to have to be prepared to be peaceful because some places you go is going to not it's not going to be peaceful. In fact, sometimes if your peace is not accepted, you're going to have to take your peace and move on. Might not be able to go to that place. Above all, taking the shield of faith, because we know that it is impossible to please God if we don't have faith. So faith is a shield. And, and it says what it does, it, it, you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. So if the enemy tells you, oh, you're never going to make it. Oh, you never amount to anything. Oh, you can't do anything. The devil is a lie. I have my shield of faith. I'm trusting and believing in God that I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. So that's how you quench the fiery darts of the wicked. Also, number 17, we're going to get a little bit more into that one later. Um, and I'll tell you when we get to it. And number 17 says, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, right? 
praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication of all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mysteries of the, of the gospel. So in other words, you know, put on the whole, the helmet of salvation that that is your covering. Um, and you know how in prayer you say, you know, cover me from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. That is putting on your armor. Sometimes putting a lot of times putting on your armor is literally just speaking it out. I'm putting on the whole armor of God. You know what I'm saying? And so with that being said, um, the enemy will try to use subtleties to try to lure you away from Christ. And, and oftentimes the battle begins in the mind. So this is where I was talking about. We were going to get back to the, um, the helmet of salvation. Now, before I get there, I want to say one other thing about verse 19. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mysteries of the kingdom. So the thing of it is, once you get your armor on, you need to be willing to be able to speak boldly to others to help them get their armor on. It's not just about you. See what I'm saying? You have to make sure you are right, have a right standing with God. And then now you need to help others, right? And as I said before, the enemy will try to use subtleties to try to lure you away from Christ. And oftentimes the battle begins in the mind. So if we know that the battle begins in the mind, we must consider 2 Corinthians 10 and 5. And I'm going to read this twice. First in the King James, once in the Amplified. We have to cast, it says, casting down imaginations. And every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bring it into captivity, every thought to the obedience of Christ. So in other words, we have to destroy sophisticated arguments. So anything that the, the enemy will try to whisper in your ear to tell you about yourself or tell you about someone else or tell you about God, most importantly, to try to tell you that he's not he's not there for you or whatever. You need to cast that down. Right. And get thee behind me, Satan, just how Jesus did when he rebuked Satan, when he was tempted in the, in, in the, you know, the wilderness, right? Or the desert for 40 days, and 40 nights. And it says, and we are, we're destroying sophisticated arguments and every exalting and proud thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. We know what the true knowledge of God is. It's his word. And we are taking every thought. See how it talks about even your thoughts can can cause a battle in your life. If your thought process is not taken into captivity, you have to think about what you have to even consider your thoughts on a daily basis. Am I thinking right? Do I have the mind of Christ? You can say, Lord, please let the mind that was in Christ also be in me. Right? So that my thinking could be on one accord. And the purpose, it says, and purpose captive to the obedience. So in other words, you need to make sure that you're being obedient and following God's purpose for your life. That is how you can take your mind and, you know, transform your mind. So uh, Luke 22 and 31, or Luke 22, 31 through 32, and the King James says, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. 
But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. So basically what I just said, the thing is, if we're not careful, the enemy will try to lure you. He'll try to sift you like wheat. He'll try to, he doesn't want your car. He doesn't want your job. He doesn't want your house. But if he knows those are prized possessions for you and you put those things over God, he's going to start touching those things to try to destroy your faith in God because those things were taken away or those things were hindered or you start having trouble. So be careful where you put your treasures at. Store your treasures in heavenly places and not in earthen vessels so that no moth or, or rust can corrupt it right and so the thing about sifting like wheat that is literally trying to separate the good from the bad and he wants you to being righteous he wants you to be unrighteous and separate you from god but it says here i have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not so God wants us to be faithful in him. And then when we are strong in our faith, strengthen our brother. And the thing about wheat is wheat is sifted because there is a shaft that grows with it, which is the outside part of it that needs to be discarded and done away with. So all that is left is the unprocessed wheat, kind of like our flesh can be considered the shaft and our spirit is the wheat. The, the, the flesh is subjected to things of this world. So if we are not filtering those things around us, they can stick to us and grow with us. And if we are not careful, grown on us and try to change us. So we are the wheat as that is the good part of the harvest that we want to keep. Like how God calls us as children, he calls us the remnant, that special set aside part. So don't allow the enemy to sift you out of your walk with Christ Jesus. Maybe you listen to a certain song played over the airways that Satan is rule over. And in modern day terms, it makes you feel some type of way. You know, it's, so, it's, it's weird that you can't even describe the feeling how you feel because the enemy has sifted you so good that you can only say you feel some type of way, but you haven't been able to discern what that way is. We got to start being able to break down where the indiscretion is or what what the event happened so that way if you know what happened you could trace it back to what the enemy is trying to do you know and so and now you're ready to go take partake of what the song sings about you know what i mean if, if song singing about robbing the bank now you're thinking about it so you see you got to guard your spirit in that way and the reason why this is is because satan knows that if he can get you to just hear it you might start believing it and why you ask Scripture says that faith comes by hearing and that by the word of God. And I can confirm it in Romans 10, 17, the Amplified, it says, so faith comes from hearing what is told and what is heard comes by the preaching of the message concerning Christ. So the thing is, that's supposed to be a good thing. Faith comes by hearing, but it can work the other way around, too. As so often, most most often sifted, you know, most people are sifted by the way of our disobedience. So when you listen to the word of God and your disobedience and you, you get pulled away from it. So since faith comes by hearing, so all darkness had to do was put something in the air for you to hear it and try to get you to disobey the voice of God. Right. But the beauty about Holy Spirit is that if you have a relationship, you will hear God's word being brought to you to remind you what God's word says about you for you, because God will lift up a standard when the enemy tries to come in like a flood now, don't be deceived he will try but the standard being lifted is the very word of god which serves as a protection of god now i won't get into it today but i've mentioned to you many times before psalms 91 is a great scripture and a great prayer for protection and if we do pray it personify it 
put your names and your family and, and friends in it as a protection from the enemy's vices. The word of God never told us that weapons wouldn't form. In fact, Isaiah 54 and 17 in the King James says, No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. Every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment shall, shall condemn. Thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord, right? So in other words, even in even in judgment, you can't judge someone. You can't even judge yourself. He says the righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. So he'll reign on the just and the unjust, if that's the case, right? Now, in the Amplified Version, it says, no weapon that is formed against you will succeed. Every tongue that rises against you in judgment, you will condemn. This peace, righteousness, security, and triumph over opposition right? That's what that is, is the heritage of the saint of the servants of the Lord. And this is their vindication from me, says the Lord. Words can be weapons. Proverbs 18, 21 amplified says death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it indulge and it will eat its fruit and bear the consequences of the words. So words spoken by Satan through a person on your job, on the highway, your family, or in the spirit about yourself can try to penetrate, penetrate your spirit. So we have to be careful what we allow in our spirit by way of hearing. There are different gates and portals of the body that spirits can enter, such as your ears because of hearing, eyes because of what we see. There are more, but even smell or, or a certain touch. Now, I will say this. That's why you have to be careful who you sleep around with. Because spirits transfer and you, if you out there, you know, out in the world, laying around with someone that you have not cut covenant with in marriage, now you're trans, now, now you both are transferring spirits back and forth to one another. And you wonder why you pick up on certain things that you never did before, which you allow that one act, allow Satan to sift you ever so slowly. Because you might think you in love. You might think this is the person. But if there's no covenant cut in the eyes of God, you got to watch that. You know, now don't be deceived. You know, the thing about it is I'm not saying someone you cut covenant with can't deceive you. But it's better to cut covenant with someone who knows God and that is equally yoked and is trying every day to walk with Christ, because that means they, too, will hear God and can rebuke the voice of Satan. And you both can work together to uplift one another. And whenever one is weak, right, those who are strong in the Lord must bear the infirmities of the weak. Now you have to be careful whom you befriend as well. Because it's not just a spouse and a partner you're dating that Satan can try to use to sift you. It's friends or family too. We have to monitor our, monitor our relationships and the motives of others and monitor your own self. Monitor your motive. We are not exempt. Don't act like you can't have a bad attitude and can't be the one doing the sifting. Be wise as a serpent, but gentle as a dove. So in other words, don't be so spiritual that you are no earthly good and can't have regular conversations and still understand when someone is pulling the wool over your eyes and trying to deceive you. But watch your own motives and check yourself daily to see what you have allowed yourself to be exposed to. If you're not careful, you will be acting like someone or something else, which is why we have to have a relationship with God and find out who he is so you can find yourself in him as our identities are in Christ. And I, I definitely say that all the time. Don't beat yourself up too bad, though, because this is a daily walk, a daily fight, a daily battle. If you are 
if you are the Lord's, the battle doesn't even belong to us. The battle is the Lord's, but he has given us all the tools in his word that we would ever need. If we fast forward to the end, we will see and know that Satan has already been defeated. We have the victory because Jesus already overcame the world by being born, living through it like mankind as he thought it not robbery to, to humiliate or humble himself, being God to come in the form of sinful man to show us that we have a high priest that can be touched by the feeling of our infirmities. But he walked his walk without sin. So to know we are in a sinful world because of this flesh, but that Jesus died with all of our sins as the one true lamb that shed his precious blood, that we might have remission for our sins. Thank you, Jesus. So that we can be called the righteousness of God being brought with a price that the life we live is no longer our own. We can see that even though Jesus died on the cross, he gave us his spirit. And I said, I wouldn't. And he said, I would never leave you comfortless, which is why if we accept Jesus, as our Lord and Savior, we now have the Holy Ghost on the inside of us. So while there is a war going on, I'm putting on the full armor of God and putting pulling up my bootstraps because through the spirit of Christ, I'm ready for war. Prepare you the way of the Lord because Jesus died and took the keys to death, hell and the grave and is risen with all power. In doing this, Jesus defeated Satan and the entire kingdom of darkness. He is not dead. He is our risen living savior, ever making intercession for us to God as we walk this walk on this journey with bumpy roads that we call life. We are not alone. And in fact, God, we ask you today to first as we repent. Thank you. We ask that you forgive us, Father, for our sins and our trespasses. We thank you for keeping us and loving us in spite of us and showing us your glory. Father, we ask that you show us that because greater is he that is, than he that's in the world, that we even be able to see that there is more for us than that is against us. And all of heaven is backing us up. Show us that we don't have to fight this war alone, that we also can have each other. Give us a spirit of discernment so we can see who is for you and us and who is not for you or us. We ask that you bless our minds. Let the mind that was in Christ Jesus also be in us. Show us your glory, your power, God, that we know we don't have to be sifted any longer by anything. You told us not to worry and that you have not given us the spirit of fear, but power of love and a sound mind. So show us today, Father, who we are in you so we can press on to the higher calling in you that you have in us. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. Although we don't deserve it, we love you, Lord. And in Jesus' name, amen. 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 There is a war going on, baby. Pull up your bootstraps and know we already have the victory through Christ Jesus. Vinny? Okay, so... Um, I know that was a lot, but here's Vinny. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just want to go over some examples of... What you say in uh, Deuteronomy about witchcraft and yes, everything? Yes, yes. So some examples of witchcraft are um, today to make it more modern. Because if you read it, you'd be like, so I don't know what any of this stuff means. I'm just like, it, it reminds like you're reading. You'd be like, man, this reminds me of an English play. I don't even know what none of this really means. So to break it down in modern terms, uh, crystals, using crystals, healing crystals, um, to, um, using sage, uh, doing stuff like astral projection and stuff like that. When like you sit there and meditate and you chant and you start praying or 
worshiping your ancestors um doing flat out witchcraft like you worshiping devils and trying to summon devils and all that stuff uh so more it's like um something i saw today where like they get a bowl and they burn these little wooden pe like these pieces of wood that's shaped like cylinders i forgot what they call them again but with a p i believe hmm. but they use that to like clench your spirit and stuff like that or um talking to the trying to talk today i believe i said that mm -hmm. um tarot cards angelic cards that's another one i never i never seen before i saw that today too um it's like it's got like angel it's kind of like tarot cards but it got like angels on the front mm. and you pick one and then it, it you know it's like pretty pe people pretty much are trying to find a way spiritually and just trying to avoid god at all costs mm. that's what it's starting to boil down to if if i don't need god and i could search things out i could figure out my life out spiritually on my own then then i could just find all these different alternatives because i don't want to do it the you know the christian way as they say you know what i mean and i feel like a lot of times people have gone through some type of church hurt or some type of hurt that they've been through in their life and let's say they believed in god at one point and they just can't believe that this situation happened with them or something that happened with their family or one of their friends or just some type of tragedy that happened and so they kind of just forget about god and then they feel like they need to go their own way so they'll do other stuff like zodiac signs and look up the 12 different signs and look up the stars the moons the all those things all these things that is pretty much god's creation and we're using god's creations as a way of trying to get closer to whatever you feel like you need to get closer to um uh get a deeper learning about yourself or get higher within yourself or magic like at first, you know, growing up, I used, I didn't really believe in that type of stuff. I thought it was all fake. But in the Bible, they do it, too. I mean, one person was able to actually bring back somebody. Mm -hmm. And they was able to speak to them. And, but the person that brought them back, I believe their eyes burned out or something like mm -hmm. that. Um, if you look at the story of Moses, when he was there with the Pharaoh, and he had magicians there. And they was able to perform certain miraculous things. And it's like, where did a source of power come from? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They they was able to turn their staff into snakes. Uh, they was able to perform some of the same things Moses was doing, but the power of God was obviously way more powerful. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But you can't sleep on that stuff and just be like, oh, it's, it's not a big deal. You know, it just they just, somebody down, they luck. They just want to talk to a psychic, you know, for, for, $35 an hour, you know what I mean, on the phone, let them, you know, figure out what they want to do with their life, and they're not hurting nobody, they're not doing no harm, but really, you're just making deals with the devil, Yep. and um, and, G and the devil put Jesus on a high mountain and said, you can have all these things, all these things could be yours, the, the, whatever you want in life, you want to be more attractive, you want to be, you want to have more money, you want to be in love with somebody, or you want somebody to fall in love with you. You want like money hit your account. You want all the cars. You want all these things that that are temporary in our lives. And the devil said, I can give you all those things. All the kingdoms of the world. All of it could be yours. And that's what I feel like a lot of people do when they start to dig all deep into the spiritual stuff. They're trying to gain things. 
they're trying to get stuff they're trying to find a way or they might be depressed mm -hmm. or i made a joke a long time ago like you trying to use crystals to heal yourself really you just need to talk to your parents yeah and forgive them that's true that may be the source of what you feel that void in it's mm -hmm. because you never had a chance to forgive your parents yeah and so that void turns into a a, a, a dark hole you know what I mean? And then you feel like God can't do it. Going to Jesus route is taking too long. So let me just try to speed this, speed things up. Let me try to help God a little bit to speed these up. So I'm going to just buy a bunch of, uh, I'm going to build me a little altar and 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 um put a bunch of candles there. And I'm going to put a cross there. But I'm also going to put these crystals there too. And I'm going to put, and I'm going to figure out, angelic numerology and all this stuff so i could help speed up the process for my healing and all you're doing is you just you just setting yourself up for the enemy to just come in and entice you with stuff and it's really not of god at all it's actually you just you just opening a portal or a door as crystal said you open up these doors to where the enemy could just come in you just saying here come come in here goes here go my address mm. just Type it in and come on in. Whatever you can change in my life, change it. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And it gets so deep with people. Like you could actually go on YouTube where people can explain it a lot more than what we can do because we never been into that. Well, I could say I could say I have been into like stuff like um like the um zodiac signs yeah. and all that. Yeah. I, I have too. we I have done stuff like that. Like not as deep as others, but my whole thing was like, man, this do sound like me or that do sound like somebody I know. So it gets like deep like that. What you now understand is that the enemy know who you are. Mm -hmm. We have a hard time knowing who we are, but yeah. the enemy know who's, who he knows you. And he also knows the word of God. So he yeah. try to take it to whatever he can. That's why I say he tries to lure. He use sub, sub counterfeit. Yeah. Counterfeit subtle ways. Anything yeah. that God does, he does the opposite, you know? So, that's the thing that we the, have to be careful about. The enemy tried to use scripture yeah. on Jesus. He said, lest your foot dash upon a stone, the angels will catch you. You know what I mean? He tried to use scripture. That was what, Psalms 91? Yeah, he tried to use Psalm 91. That, that's what something you said mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. He tried to use Psalms 91. So if the devil know how to do that, what else can he do? What else is he capable of doing? You know what I'm saying? So... Um, but don't give him the power. Yeah, don't. Access. Yeah, and 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 here's the thing. Like, I feel like what happens is like a lot. Some, a lot of us. Which I was big on this at one time too. You try to sit there and defeat the devil. Like every day you wake up, I'm gonna defeat the devil. I'm gonna chop his head off. I'm gonna I'm gonna hurt his kingdom. I'm gonna destroy him. You cannot. We cannot destroy the devil. We can't. Um, it's God the can. Power of God. God can. Exactly. And when when he was when G, when he was tempting Jesus. Jesus used the word of God. Mm -hmm. So be careful on using sage and stuff. When you're feeling like, oh, man, my house needs a spiritual cleaning. I need to sage everything around here. I need to burn some incense. You know what I mean? I need to burn incense. Or I need to get some uh, some Mary, you know, some Jesus, uh, Mary, whatever. Is, what was his mom's full name? Mary. Mary. Magdalene. Magdalene? No, it's just Mary. It's just Mary. Mm. I need to get some Mary candles and light it in every windowsill. And I need to uh, burn some sage and I need to burn some incense to get these spirits out of here. 
and it it get it just get real spooky. You know what I mean? I feel like the best example is the Bible, and see what they did, and 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 go with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't make up something in your head thinking you got to get like five badges of sage that cost a dollar ninety nine, and this is the only way you could cleanse yourself or cleanse your house or things like that. You know, so yeah, you can. Pray. I just want to. I just want people to be careful to make sure they're not mixing God with witchcraft and mm-hmm. thinking that's the way to go. Exactly. Like, like somebody, uh, somebody I know, like, you know, that's somebody that's close to me. Like the other day, they posted, like, I really wish I had some friends that believed, and I wish I wish I had some more astrology friends. And it's just like people that that just like get real deep into like trying to like figure out the times, trying to figure out their future, trying to figure out these different connections spiritually and all this stuff. It's just it gets it gets really weird. Like I remember hearing this rapper say that one time him and his friend got so deep into it that they was like he said they was traveling somewhere spiritually into some type of dimension and and they saw something and he said when they snapped out of it he said he was fine but his friend was like never the same hmm. and i feel like you're not careful you can't you can travel to these places where the devil wants you to go mm-hmm. and a person may i've seen it before with people they get so deep with stuff yeah they're not the same after that yeah. they they're not the same they they their mind is so gone that they just not the same person anymore. They don't right. laugh no more. They don't smile no more. Everything is so deep. Everything is so spiritual and everything is just dark within them. Like they and they don't understand it. They trying to they they just not the same. They've been transformed by something that they shouldn't have been looking at. Yeah. And you know, and only Jesus can take you out of that that darkness. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, we do have to be mindful that depending on what area someone's i'm gonna put it this way i believe that some for a season god will allow someone to to you know dabble in that you know area because he knows what he put in that person and he needs someone to be in the enemy's camp so he know like okay what's going on obviously god knows but the whole point of it is yeah he needs representatives everywhere and so what mm. I mean by that is for a season, that person may be into that darkness. And then he knows that at a point in time, they're going to get saved and they're going to turn their life over to Christ. So now they can be an advocate mm-hmm. for Christ to to uh, denounce the darkness. You know what I'm saying? Denar- denounce that kingdom. I've seen quite a few people on social media doing that where they used to be in witchcraft and they t- they turn their life over to God. So now their whole mission is to tell people to avoid it because really it's, it's an it's a void that you're trying to fill. And the only thing that can fill the void that you have, any void, is 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 God. You know what I'm saying? So there's nothing in this world that can replace any type of void that you have that God can't fill it. You know? Yeah. So I yeah. think that's the that's the key to it. And there is things you can do to cleanse your house. You can pray. You can play spiritual music. You can play some gospel music. You can pray. You can get some anointing oil. You know what I'm saying? And anointing oil, you can, you know, talk to your pastor or your leader, or either you can get some 
some oil and pray over it and ask God to anoint it, you know? Yeah. Those are things you can do that is not strange because, I mean, they talked about anointing oil in the Bible, you know, yeah. and um, using it and things like that. And really the anointing oil, when you pray on it, it's just a symbolism of the uh, the Holy Spirit being smeared over the area that you put it on. So if you just have to have something, a point of contact to the anointing, that is something you can do. Yeah. Um, and, you know, some people may say, well, why did God create, create all this stuff? I mean, we'll never know the reasons why everything is what it is. But the point is, the whole point of it is, is that the manipulation of what God created for people's own good or, you know, their own gain or the enemy will try to manipulate what God has created for his gain, you know? And so we're just trying to bring to the table the, the things that we have seen in the times, because it really is a war and it's really time for us as the children of God to, to make sure we have our armor on and um, yeah. making sure that we're protecting ourselves and covering our family and our friends and even our foes. If we have any, pray for your enemy, you know, pray for someone yeah. who don't like you, yeah. pray for someone that's despite for you, despitefully use you it may not be easy but it's necessary because you don't want to have any type of ill will in your heart when yeah. jesus return because that ain't that ain't that ain't it <laughs> yeah you know do you have anything else um let me see just the you know the the whole gist of it to me is just the power of influence you know everything yeah. all sin came into the into the world through the power of influence mm -hmm. you know what i mean like the devil didn't just go inside of Eve and take her over and her head was spinning mm -mm. hundred miles per hour like you see on TV. Right. If that was the case, everybody would be shook, everybody would be afraid. But it's the it's the small little influences yeah. that begin to corrupt and just rot the whole entire bunch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you look at certain areas like like you can tell, like for example, we got some neighborhoods out here that, that's you know, not not that good. And you you go you drive through there or you go through there you can tell what spirit is in operation is yeah. a spirit of poverty yeah manipulation prostitution drugs yeah all those things you know what I mean and that begins to influence the kids and yeah. everybody because because when as the adults get older it got to get passed on to the next generation so then those kids and then those kids and those kids and mm -hmm. it just keep continues to be. Uh, um, a domino effect. Yeah. So the power of influence and all those things, like when when you was talking about the music and everything, mm -hmm. the music, you know, the movies, yeah, the it's, it's so it's so many influence. You know what I mean? I really feel like you know money is really the root of a lot of it too. Like you know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, it's just a lot, and you just gotta be prayerful. You gotta be mindful of what you're doing, what you're looking at. Who you listening to? What you listening to? What you looking at? You know what I mean? Um, you gotta be careful of family. Like it's been so many times where I try to be there for family, and actually you end up becoming an an enabler and a spiritual dumpster for yeah. people. Like oh, yeah. people will begin to drop all their stuff on you, mm -hmm. and you start wondering why you're going crazy. Yeah, because whatever spirit is on them, it starts talking to you. Mm -hmm. And you be like, nah, this this that's just how my aunt told. That's just how my cousin is. That's just how they are. No, no. it's not just how they are. It's a spirit in operation, mm -hmm. and it's trying to get to you, to make you go nuts, to make you go crazy, to make you lose your faith. 
to make you get some type of Superman complex where you feel like you got to save everybody, all your family members. I got to save them all. I got to do whatever I got to do. And then you just, it just starts to dilute your faith because if you're being there for them and you don't see no change and it's getting worse, mm -hmm. it'll start affecting you to the where you start being like, man, I don't know if I, I, God may not be as real as I think he is. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, what I'm saying is the enemy will use people that's close to you. Whatever he can. Whatever he can, he can do to dilute and get rid of your faith. You know what I mean? So just keep mindful of people and things and place things that's close, people that's close to you. Because mm -hmm. the devil can use them as well. You oh. know what I mean? It's, all it is is just a power of influence. Don't get all crazy with it. Like, oh, my, uh, my aunt got a... She got Beelzebub in her. Like, don't get so deep into it. Just understand that it may be a spirit in operation mm -hmm. that's influencing her or him to try to get to you and manipulate you. Because, you know, the devil is a liar. He's a manipulator. He's all yes. those things. So we just got to be careful and be prayed up and be watchful. Yeah, you know? definitely. Definitely. So, yeah, and that's all I got. That's all you got. All yep. right. Uh, we said a lot. You know, we said a lot. I know it was a lot in the beginning before even Benny started talking. But um, uh, keep in mind, you know, that I have a blog as well. So if you want to actually read what I wrote, you can go to um, WordPress Courageous Beauty and you'll be able to read the uh, blog from each uh episode as well and i want to thank you all for listening and tuning in this does wrap up season four of courageous beauty podcast i do believe the lord has given us much meat to chew on today and in other episodes before this so this is uh you know uh the end of season four um there is going to be a season five but i'm gonna uh take a little bit of a break to just gather my thoughts and reconvene and pray and see what where God wants this to go um where you know how he wants season five to start I, I think it's wise to you know to step back and and get more um get growth you know what I mean so there may be about a week or two that there isn't a new episode but please feel free to go back into previous episodes. Now, there is going to be an episode or two on my husband and I's podcast, When Two Worlds Collide. In the meantime, uh, we'll be diving in talking about marriage, but just wanted to give you guys an update just in case you, you know, didn't realize. But uh, there's four ep there's four seasons and each season has 20 episodes. So like I said, that should hold you for a couple weeks until we have another episode. But I definitely want to thank you, Benny, for uh, coming on this episode with me again. All right. And uh, thank you for tuning in to Wisdom Wednesday Courageous Beauty Podcast. Until next time. Bye.